Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim April 6th, 2021 A commentary by Sheikh Muhammad Fawzi al-Karkari Qaddas Allahu Sirrah on Surah Al-Baqarah verses 1 and 2 The luminous letters and their shadows Alif Lam Mim This is the book without doubt A guidance for the reverent Alif Lam Mim Thalika al-Kitabu la rayba fihi hudan lil-muttaqeen we spoke about Alif Lam Mim and how it is a book in its own right. The Prophet ﷺ said, Every letter is a good deed and every good deed is rewarded tenfold. I do not say that Alif Lam Mim is a letter, but that Alif is a letter, Lam is a letter, and Mim is a letter. This tells us that we must consider every letter of the Qur'an as a letter of light and as a shadow of light. The Lord speaks to us with these luminous letters and their shadows in order for the Qur'an to be perceptible to our hearing and our minds and so that we may arrive at an understanding of it. The true Word of God, however, is not a letter or a formal representation. The luminous letters are the ones by which God swears in the Quran. Ya, Sin, Alif, Lam, Mim, and so on. Without repetition, this comes to 14 luminous letters. But Arabic contains 28 letters in total. So what of the other 14? Some call them letters of darkness. But we could not bring ourselves to call them so because they are Quranic letters and the Quran is the word of God. Therefore we call them the shadows cast by the luminous letters. Or you could call them sun letters and moon letters. Or sublime letters and transcendent letters. And so on. You ought to describe the letters of the Quran with lofty attributes, not lower ones such as you might attribute to other languages or other books. Let's reflect on the Alif of Ahmad وسلم, and the magnitude of the Arabic language. We said that Meme is the Meme of Mustafa وسلم, the Lam is the Lam of Jibreel السلام, and the Alif is the Alif of Oneness the hidden alif, al-alif al-muqaddar. Now, we could also call it the alif of Ahmad, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, or al-alif al-ahmadi, Ahmad in heaven, Muhammad on earth. The lam is the middle point between them, as though it comes from Ahmad and goes to Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The people of taste will understand this, Others will ask, how could Jibreel go from Ahmad to Muhammad? To answer, we refer as always to that momentous hadith. The first thing that God created was the light of your prophet, O Jabir. He took a handful of his light and said, Be Muhammad. أَوَّلُ مَا خَلَقَ اللَّهُ نُورُ نَبِيِّكَ يَا جَابِرِ قَبَضَ قَبْضَةً مِنْ نُورِهِ فَقَالَ كُونِ مُحَمَّدًا 
This luminous handful was Ahmadi in its origin, in the station of primal prophethood. And it was from here that Jibreel والسلام, took what he conveyed to the Prophet وسلم, in the world. Some may object and say that this seems like pretension to a new religion. But of course it is not. We are simply speaking about the secret of the letter and seeking out its magnitude. For Arabic is a sublime language, the language of the angels and of paradise, the mother of languages, and therefore we are well within our rights to speak of it in lofty terms, just as God himself did. Who came first, the angels or man? Thus the original language is Arabic despite claims to the contrary, such as those who favor Syriac or Hebrew. Arabic is, and will always be, a sublime language, an angelic language, a language of the Malakut, of the spiritual realm. فَلَا أُقَسِمُ بِمَوَاقِعِ النُّجُومِ Nay, I swear by the setting places of the stars. وَإِنَّهُ لَقَسَمٌ لَوْ تَعْلَمُونَ عَظِيمٌ And truly, it is a tremendous oath if you only knew. This is a noble Quran in a guarded book which none but the purified shall touch, a revelation from the Lord of the worlds. Surah Al-Waqi'ah verses 75-80 through 80. So the language of the setting places of the stars, or Mawaqi'u Nujum, is Arabic in a guarded tablet recited in Arabic. Even if the Arab Muslim may not hold his language in much esteem, it is nevertheless the greatest language, the first and the last, the one that will endure. If you venerate this language as God and the Prophet do, this indicates that you're connected to the divine veneration. If you do not, you are turning away from that veneration. God describes it as an enduring language, an ancient language, an unending language. The oceans could not write all the words of God if they were ink, the words of God in Arabic, the inexhaustible language. Consider the unique way in which every word in Arabic is part of a family, having siblings, parents, cousins, tribes, nations, and so on. Kataba, to write, Al-Katib, a scribe, Yaktubu, he writes, Maktab, a place of writing, Kitab, a book, and so on. Many other words derived from one root, rivers with many tributaries, forebears with many descendants, firm chains of transmission. Other languages do not have such continuation, but are fragmented. Yet we are infatuated with these languages because we no longer value the concept of Sanad, the chain of transmission. In a hadith, the Sanad or chain is what gives the text continuation from one person to another, word for word, across the ages. Yet even the letters that constitute the text have their own Sanad, their own lineage or chain. There are the Huruf Jawfiya, the letters that are articulated in the depths of the chest, and so on. In this tariqah, our order, we have our own terms for these letter categories. We call them 
the huruf jabarutiya, the letters pertaining to the realm of invincibility, al huruf al-malakutiya, the letters pertaining to the realm of the spiritual, and al-mulkiya, the letters pertaining to the physical realm. So alif lam mim are without doubt letters of light, since they are uttered as oaths in the Quran. God swears by them because of how powerful their light is. Allahu nuru samawati wal ard. God is the light of the heavens and the earth. God, Allah, contains the letters alif lam ha, which are huruf jawfiya, as we said, inner letters, sublime, angelic letters. They give us in return for them light, nur, which is composed of nun, waw, ra. And what is this light? What is its ultimate effect? The heavens and the earth, as-samawati wal-ard, composed of their own letters. You could follow the text in this way, without thinking of the heaven as a thing composed of matter, gas, and so forth, but rather focusing on the letters of its name. When we do this with the alif lam mim, we see that the mulki letter, the letter of the physical realm, that extends below is the meme. The intermediate letter connected to the earth is the lamb. And the sublime separated letter is the alif. For your connection or arrival to God always retains an element of separation. It is not like two objects touching each other. God is with us, but not like how a thing is with another thing. There is always an isthmus, a separation. You have fasl, separation, and wasl, union. The divine name contains alif, lam, and ha. The letters are all connected except for the alif, which stands alone. The nearness of the lam to the alif is called wasl, union. And the fasl or separation between them means that there is no unification or incarnation. Now, let us look at the angelic lamb. The lamb of Jibreel والسلام, is angelic. It's a lamb of the Malakut, the spiritual realm. Thus, we call it the lamb of passion, love, intimacy, and gnosis. It is also the lamb al qabd, the lamb of contraction. The angel of death is named Hazrail, the angel of contraction who grasps spirits in his clenched fist. What is the role of our master Jibril He transmits the divine message from God to the Prophet the Lamb of Ma'rifa, the Lamb of Gnosis. This Lamb at the same time is the Lamb of Passion and Love. It is angelic, and its role is to teach you to be the mediator. Muli Salam ibn Mashish said, Without the mediator, that which it mediates would vanish. Without the lamb, the meme would not be known or understood. This is why you find that the names of the angels end in il. Even Satan, when he was in the company of the angels, which was only because he understood the magnitude of the Lamb, was named Azazil, 
the lamb as it were defines the role of the angel with regard to the letters that precede it for example jibril minus the il is jabr mending as the fragments of revelation that he delivers are mended and made whole by the lamb the lamb has many different roles which manifest in the various angels and its flow through the malakut is unbounded the lamb is only bound by the function of the particular angel who serves it which is communicated to you in its delimited function when you receive it if you receive it and trust in god the lamb becomes continuous this is why the top of the lamb is a straight line like an alif while the lower part of it corresponding to the earth is bow-shaped inclining in love for the one to whom it transmits the lamb loves the meme and inclines into a bow shape in order to correspond with it and teach it while the top of it is straight upright without curvature symbolizing its continuation that is the lamb of jibril let us turn to the isthmus meme we said that the meme of muhammad sallallahu takes its knowledge from the lamb of jibril by means of their connection to and separation from the alif of ahmad let us focus on the lamb and meme for a moment in the book of god they are written joined together the lamb bending into a bow or an appended staff then the circle of the meme and the downward line in some we have a line a circle and another line or one alif with a circle in its middle the circle or ring is like the central point of the alif a line without beginning or end an isthmus ring this ring is the meme it is muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam who is the isthmus the barzakh between primacy without beginning and finality without end the prophet says i am the first of the prophets by the uprightness of the upper alif that is and he says and i am the seal of the prophets and there will be no other after me that is by the lower earth alif which is also without end in the tariqah we call this alif with a circle in its middle the wellspring of sainthood which is the meme of al-mustafa alayhi salatu salam it is a meeting place an isthmus between two oceans god says in surah ar-rahman maraj al-bahrain he let loose the two seas they meet each other between them lies an isthmus or a barrier they trespass not this barrier this isthmus who is able to bring together and separate at the same time is the isthmus of the meme of mustafa وسلم, the chosen prophet this meme is between the higher suprahuman which in conventional speech is called angelic or light and the lower subhuman which in conventional speech is called jinni or demonic 
Hence, when asked if even he والسلام, had a demonic consort or a qareen as all people do, the Prophet وسلم, replied, Yes, but God guided him. We also said that this meme illuminates itself through itself and is independent and not delimited by anything outside itself. This is because it is the isthmus between beginningless primacy and endless finality. When this meme, this circle in the middle of the alif, this cave, this motionless sukun, this niche, this station in the road, call it what you will, when this meme is non-manifest and its entirety is subsumed in a single point, the alif becomes totally independent and the meme totally non-existent. In other words, when the meme is annihilated in itself through itself, it gives us the separation of the alif from all other letters. When the meme is manifest and subsists by the connection to its lam, it shows us how it is connected to the alif in manifestation. Thus, it can be manifest and non-manifest at the same time. This symbolic talisman... But let me stop for a moment here and say that I am disinclined to use words like talsam or talisman because the human soul is sick and will jump to ignorant accusations of sorcery the moment it hears them. Indeed, it will do so even when we are speaking about the Qur'an and the secrets of the letters. This has made me reluctant to use such unusual terms. Perhaps I could use some mathematical term like delta or, let's say, empty set, quote-unquote, instead of saying niche, mishkat. And then people would take me for a wise professor, as if guided by heaven. MashaAllah. But these are simply technical terms used by the tradition in order to signify certain concepts just as those modern terms are. Therefore, we use technical terms and letters with a basis in the Qur'an and the Sunnah and so are unimpeachable. We speak of the meme of Muhammad, which you are always saying as a Muslim when you utter the Shahada. And whenever you say it, it draws you closer to the Prophet ﷺ and increases you in love for him and annihilation in him. When you say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, dear God, invoke blessings upon Muhammad in the prayer, does this mean that you're praying to the Prophet ﷺ? No, you're uttering a name upon your tongue that grants you a connection to the light of the Prophet ﷺ. And when you utter this blessing, it comes back to you tenfold, for God sends ten blessings upon you when you invoke one upon the Prophet ﷺ. You are the one who is in need of pronouncing this name. Let us turn to the meme. This meme is at the same time a sukun, or a silent vowel, and at the same time a ha. Now, when we study the reading of the supreme name Allah and begin with the Ha, what is the objection we always hear? 
and I should say that I do not mind objections at all. Indeed, I welcome them as long as they are based on sound knowledge and not ignorance or fanaticism. We hear, why do you not begin with the alif? Well, we cannot, because the alif cannot be delimited. It is the beginningless first and the endless last, a continuous line. How do you contemplate an endless line? You cannot. We begin with the ha at the end of the name because of its ismis nature, its liminality. It is the comprehensive Muhammadan ismis letter without beginning or end. What is the basis for this from the Quran and the Sunnah, you might say? It is from a hadith. If you would listen to it and forget about the Karkaris and the Sufis for a moment, the hadith reads, I leave among you the two weighty things, the book of God and my progeny. The book of God is a rope lowered from heaven to earth, and my progeny is my household. The subtle all-knowing one has told me that they shall not be parted until they meet at the basin, at the haud. So be careful how you take care of them after I am gone. The Prophet ﷺ says, I leave among you the book. What is this book? Note that he ﷺ did not say the Qur'an. He says the Kitab. And here we have Alif Lam Mim. This is the book. The Prophet ﷺ then describes this book to us as a rope lowered from heaven to earth. What is this? Isn't it the alif? Didn't the Prophet ﷺ leave us an alif lowered from heaven to earth? He ﷺ is telling us that this is not a mere letter, but a book of God. And what is the progeny, the household, the alul bayt? It is the chain of those who have inherited the meme, the descendants of the Prophet ﷺ until the end of time. Thus, no one could say that the household ended with Hassan and Hussein, for the Prophet ﷺ told us that they will endure until they meet him at the basin, an unbroken chain of transmission until then. This progeny is the dot, the nuqta, the sukun, the ring, which shows us how to travel in this rope, this alif, this book. How can we journey through this book, through this ring? The Prophet ﷺ described it. The first heaven, compared to the second, is as a ring thrown down upon an open land. This heaven is extended like a rope lowered to earth. It is itself a rope. How do we traverse one heaven to the next? They are rings within rings within rings, like a straight rope hanging down one ring above the other. Seven rings plus the pedestal and the throne, the kursi and the arsh, seven circles atop each other. So when you invoke God and envision yourself going into a tunnel, what does this mean? It is not a tunnel. The tunnel is your inner self. It is a rope descended through the rings from heaven to earth. You cannot rise unless you have permission from the prophetic household which represents the delineation of the meme of Mustafa You cannot do it of your own accord. You might attempt to do it on your own by indulging in thought and sinking into imagination. 
until you become afflicted with an illness for which you then must seek treatment. You must do it through the book and sunnah, through the household of the Chosen One, alayhi salatu salam, in order to journey through the alif of Ahmad, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Why is he Ahmad in heaven and Muhammad on earth? If we separate the alif from Ahmad, we have Hamida to give praise. And so too if we separate the Meme from Muhammad. The best of all those who give praise and thanks is Al-Mustafa He gives praise to God in heaven and is Ahmad, the most praising. And he gives praise to God on earth and is Muhammad, ever praised. He left among us the book of God, which praises God in the heavens, and his household, which praises God on earth. The way to achieve praise of God on earth is to love his household. The way to attain the praise of God in the spiritual realm, the Malakut, is to recite the book of God and ascend. If you attain both, you give praise and thanks to God in the Mulk and the Malakut. Consider the saying of Ali, Everything in the Quran is in the Fatiha. Now, the Fatiha begins with Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Praise belongs to God, Lord of the worlds. What does this mean? It means that we give praise and thanks to God who is the Lord of all things. God praises himself by himself and no one can match the praise he gives himself. But he has allowed you to participate in this praise and when you do, he says, my servant has praised me. He has given you a portion in your delimited state as his servant of the praise that the Prophet ﷺ gives to God. So who gives praise? God does. Then the Prophet ﷺ by his heavenly Ahmadiyya, his Ahmadan status, as well as his earthly Muhammadiyya or his Muhammadan status. As for our praise of God, it is commensurate with our love for the Prophet ﷺ and his household and the book, which is the Ahmadan Alif. This is the book without doubt. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama sallaita ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama barakta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim fil alamina innaka hamidun majid.